This is Wisconsin Water News, a production of the University of Wisconsin Sea Grant Program. I'm your host, Marie Zwickoff. Today's episode is called The Art and Science of Sturgeon. A Japanese professor's concern about ocean coral reefs translated into a unique melding of freshwater art and science once he found himself living in the Great Lakes. This even ended up including art exhibitions in Wisconsin. Ryuta Nakajima, Associate Professor of Art and Design at the University of Minnesota Duluth, came to the Northland via Hawaii and Japan. No, it's hard not to notice that kind of devastating state of uh, coral reefs everywhere in the world, actually. And so I started a coral reef conservation organization in Okinawa uh, two years ago, and I started doing conservation work. The organization is called the Okinawa Seaside Laboratory, or OSL, and it promotes coral conservation and a sustainable economy through art. Nakajima moved to Duluth in 2005 for his academic position. After starting OSL during one of his annual forays back to Japan, he felt he should also do something here to promote conservation of freshwater resources. We hear so much about the, uh, the condition of ocean in terms of plastic and acidifications and, and so on and so forth. But we don't hear too much about what's going on with the freshwater environment. So I thought, well, maybe I can do something about that. And uh, so that's where the project started. Nakajima joined with colleague Darren Hauser, assistant professor of art at UMD, who teaches courses on sustainability. The more Nakajima and Hauser studied and talked to local groups, such as Minnesota Sea Grant, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service in Ashland, Wisconsin, the Iron River National Fish Hatchery, and the Fond du Lac Tribe, the more they heard about Lake Sturgeon, an ancient and long-lived fish that is the focus of many conservation efforts. And uh, then the Great Lakes Aquarium here just basically launched a sturgeon program. It was a touchdown. So I thought, well, this got to be uh, riding on the wall. So I said, okay, let's let's do the surgeon. And then I kind of started getting into it and more understanding and the, basically the biology, the life cycle connected to, for example, native cultures. And then they are on the sort of, uh, uh, they're getting a lot of attention in terms of conservation and so on. So I thought, well, this is perfect fish for it. So that's how the sturgeon was selected. So it's more, it was not so much about my decision, but it's kind of collective decision that a lot of the different organizations are kind of focusing on this fish at the same time. Nakajima and Hauser gathered sturgeon artwork from 43 artists around the country to create an exhibit called Black Gold, which debuted in Duluth last year. The goal was to create an exhibit that could be easily shown and transported to other areas of the Great Lakes. Collecting the art in digital format fit the bill. That way, any venue interested in housing the exhibit could print the 36-inch by 36-inch works themselves. Another way to increase the project's outreach was to print a zine from the digital images. Wisconsin Sea Grant's educator and sturgeon history expert Kathy Klein was included in the effort when she wrote a column for the zine. Spreading the sturgeon word and keeping ancient anglers honest.
Their efforts seem to be working. After its debut in Minnesota, a teaser collection of five art pieces was shown in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, as part of the annual Sturgeon Spectacular. A full exhibit was held in Detroit at the Belle Isle Aquarium. In April 2018, it showed at the UW-Madison School of Education Gallery in a cooperative effort between the organizers, the Wisconsin Water Library, and the University of Wisconsin-Madison Art Department. And Mosier, Wisconsin Water Librarian, has helped find venues for the shows in Wisconsin. To increase interest even more, organizers convened panel talks by local sturgeon experts in conjunction with some of the shows. Wisconsin Sea Grant's Kathy Klein and aquaculture outreach specialist Fred Benkowski participated as panelists in the Fond du Lac show. Related activities for children feature the traditional art form of jiutaku, or fish impressions, which dates from the mid-1800s. Nakajima makes silicone molds from young sturgeon that the children can dip in ink. They then lay paper on top of the fish and rub it to create a fish print. Fish prints were a way to keep ancient anglers honest, Nakajima explained. It was a way to verify the fishermen catching a sturgeon. So Japanese are fishermen catch a fish and every fisherman kind of brags about how big the fish was and so on and so on. So in order to kind of sort of a base ground for this bragging rights. The Japanese fishermen decided to get the imprints of a fish on top on the paper. So by showing this as a proof that you caught this fish. Fishermen imprinted the fish on paper to prove that they caught it. In addition, they wrote data on the print such as the date it was caught, location, the weather conditions, and the weight of the fish. After photography evolved and the need for geotaku lessened, it evolved into more of an art form. Mosier said the fish printing activity is a great way to teach children about sturgeon and that they have a lot of fun doing it. The exhibit, now called Living Memory Portraits of the Lake Sturgeon, will return in its entirety at the Sturgeon Spectacular in Fond du Lac in January 2019, with more panel discussions and activities for families. To schedule a show in your Wisconsin community, contact Ann Mosier at a-k-m-o-s-e-r at aqua.wisc.edu. That's it for this episode of Wisconsin Water News, just one of the ways that Wisconsin Sea Grant promotes the sustainable use of Great Lakes resources through research, education, and outreach. Thank you to Ryuta Nakajima and to Ann Mosier, and thank you for listening.